to Luke 19 and 40. I'm so thankful for what I feel this afternoon, the liberty that is here. I believe God is going to do something. He's going to do something because he loves you. He's going to do something because he cares about you. He's going to do something because he's a great God. I said he's a great God. There's no God like him. Before, behind, there's no God like our God, can somebody say amen? Luke 19 and 40, if you have found your place, could you please say amen? Again, Luke 19 and verse 40. The passage reads, And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that, if these should hold their peace. If these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. I'm ready to preach already, my God. Some of you are holding it in, but you got to give him the glory. You've got to give him the praise that is due his name. Hallelujah. Don't wait for a special moment, a special service. Don't wait for a prayer to be answered. But you can praise him right now. Jesus, right now, in the middle of this service in your name. I'll lift you up. I'll magnify you. God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. I might give my whole message away if I don't stop writing about five minutes hallelujah amen as you're standing why don't we just go to the lord in a word of prayer lord we're thankful that we haven't held back lord that we have given you our all 
And Lord, to those who need to give you what is yours, I pray that you would bless them this afternoon. You would reassign, that you would restore and renew those, Lord, who have been called into your great name. We thank you for this apostolic doctrine. We thank you for this Pentecostal experience. That we would hold on to it, Lord, and that we simply would do you right. We lift you up. We magnify you in the precious and the holy name of Jesus. Can somebody say amen? Amen. And you may be seated in this house. Hallelujah. If you don't do it, somebody will. That's the word that God gave me this afternoon for you. If you don't do it, somebody will. I'm here to tell you that we have a godly responsibility in our appointed territory. God has placed you in a specific time and a specific season for a specific job that only you can do. You have received the scriptures, the Holy Ghost. You have more than what you need, but sometimes we hold back for whatever reason. But I'm here to declare to somebody that you need to give him what is rightfully his. Oh, he's been merciful. He's been kind. But there is an assignment that you have got to step into. There is a full assignment. There is a job that he has called you to do. You can't look at your neighbor and say, it's your responsibility but you've got to look in the mirror and say Jesus I accept the call I accept the commission I accept the charge this afternoon Lord I'm going to give you what is rightfully yours Lord in humility Lord according to the scriptures Jesus don't pass me by but let me Lord God please you by being obedient to your will my God, I don't know why he's called us to this arid desert here in Arizona. I don't know why, but he has called us here for a reason. I don't know why God called Bishop and our family in this specific place where it's so hot, it reminds you of hell. But still in this place, we have to understand that his grace and mercy has found us. And because of that, we owe him our all. We owe him our praise. We owe him our best praise. And that is your responsibility. That's what God's called you to do. He has tasked you with a job. He has given you an assignment that you must fulfill that you must fulfill Queen Vashti she lost her place for failure to show up she was replaced for somebody who would my God my God to some this is a warning to others, this is an encouragement that as you have been fighting and as you have been seeking the will of God, you understand that God, even at my weakest, even at my worst, Lord, I thank you that I have not thrown in the towel. I have not quit. I have not given up in the midst of my bad attitudes, in the midst of choices that did not please you. Even in my youthful lust, Lord, you allowed me to get to this point in time in my life where I could stand 
before the brethren and declare that God is good. And if you love him and if you serve him and if you worship him, he'll keep you on task. He'll give you what you need. He will anoint you. He'll fill you with the Holy Ghost to where you'll do jobs. You'll do exploits that you never thought you could. But because of his spirit, he has allowed you to step into a supernatural realm. He has emboldened you to come before the altar. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous, it availeth much. Maybe you can't do much according to skill and the talent, but my God, you can pray. Nobody's holding you back. Nobody's judging you. Nobody's getting in your way. At the very least, you can pray and say, God, in my time of prayer, speak to me. Touch my heart and show me what you want of me. I'm here to tell somebody that you've not been placed on this earth just to live an average old Joe life. But you have been placed on this earth to serve him. You have been put in this territory. You have been given a certain domain. You have given, been given a bean patch to fight off with that sword that becomes one with your hand. Can somebody say amen? So she lost her job, Vashti, simply because she didn't show up. My God, I'm just thankful that God blesses us half the time just because we don't quit. Hallelujah, just because we don't throw in the towel, just because we say, Lord, I'm going to make it to your house. I'm going to hit my knees in prayer. God, I'm going to read your word. I'm going to put it in my heart. And simply because we just have a showed up in the midst of our mess, he has blessed us. He has promoted us. He's allowed us to enter into the kingdom for such a time as this. What an exciting time to be serving the Lord. What an exciting time. We are truly the Latter-day Saints. We are truly the church of the end times. And I'm so thankful that he has given us enough strength today at least to lift him up. And say, God, if I've not fought enough in my time, give me just a little more courage, a little more strength today to finish what you have begun in me. In Genesis 49 and 8 through 12, when Jacob is parting out the patriarchal blessings among his 12 sons, which became the 12 nations, the 12 tribes, excuse me. There was a twofold prophecy in dealing with Judah. As his name meant praise, praise would be associated with the soon coming Shiloh. And Judah would be his tribe. It would be his family. He also would be linked to a donkey and her colt. This Messiah, this Shiloh, this ruler would gather the people together. I'm here to tell somebody that the scripture showing us don't miss him. You can't miss him when he shows up. When this one appears... You better make sure you know who it is. This was a prophecy that we see in the book of Genesis. We can also look to David who was one of the tribe of Judah, the tribe of praise. To the Jew, the Messiah would have to come through this bloodline or else he wasn't the one. Shiloh means the peaceful one. Also Messiah or the sent 
one. Isaiah 9 and 6 tells us, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Out of the catastrophes of life, one was to be sent that was going to bring about peace. A peace that this world hadn't experienced up to date. And I'm here to tell you that there is a prophetic word for every major spiritual shift. It is written in advance. And by faith we must recognize its grand appearance. And we must respond accordingly. Praise was associated with the patriarchal prophecy through Jacob. We see it. Again, in Zechariah 9 and 9, where it says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon a donkey and upon the colt, the foal of a donkey. Some of you have noticed my edit, but trying to keep this... <laughs> In a certain manner, hallelujah. Again, we see this Messiah, this Shiloh, this sent one, this king that was about to come, bringing salvation. It's said to rejoice greatly. When he shows up, it's said not to rejoice silently. It didn't say rejoice weakly. It didn't say rejoice delicately. It didn't say rejoice inadequately. It didn't say rejoice poorly or in frailty. But the scripture says when he shows up, rejoice greatly. For peace has fallen upon the nation. Peace is coming to the world. I don't know about you, but I only know one mode of praise. And that is with everything that I've got. When I rejoice, I'm going to rejoice greatly. Because some of you don't know my full story. Some of you don't know what God's done for me. And I'm here to celebrate the fact that he has kept me through the years. He he has blessed me enough to share with you that God is good and his mercies endure forever. That's why we shout. That's why we jump. That's why there's life in our praise. Because we recognize that peace has fallen upon the calamity of the world and of our life. Rejoice, morning star. Rejoice. Young people, rejoice. Rejoice greatly. Rejoice mightily. Rejoice. Rejoice with fire and passion and intensity. Because our king has showed up. He has revealed his name. We've been baptized into that name. We've been filled with that name. My God, he has done so many things for us. If only some of you knew where you came from, where you came from, where you came from, and what God has done on your behalf, that maybe you'd praise him the same way. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Get excited for what God is about to do. Or get excited about the fact that he's about to reveal his plan to you. In this passage, we realize that his transportation is a donkey. And her offering is also 
present. Again, we read of this king, this Shiloh, this Messiah that was coming. We read that the animals associated with it from the book of Genesis to Zechariah. Then we go to the New Testament where Jesus recently raised Lazarus from the grave. He raised Lazarus from death. The Pharisees, they had a hard time with growing popularity. And this is exactly what they said. The world has gone after him. The world has gone after him. My God, if you see somebody raised from the dead, you better take notice. You better think about it at the very least. And I'm so glad that many of us were dead. Our spirit was dead unto God. But you see, he raised us up out of a prison. He raised us up out of addiction. He raised us up out of depression. He raised us up out of suicide. He raised us up out of immorality. My God, my God, he brought us spirit to life. He gave Gave us the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Gave us the testimony. Hallelujah. That's one reason the world hates you. Because you're working on behalf of your king of peace. Hallelujah. Your feet are shod with the gospel of the preparation of peace. Where you go, you're bringing peace. Even though they have a sword. Even though they're trying to hurt you. Trying to take you down. My God, he has given you peace. You walk with peace because he has given you rest. Even in the presence of your enemies. My God, he has allowed your cup to run over at the table of devils. My God has blessed you. He has called you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The world has gone after him. We better shut this down. It's messing with our money. We better shut this down. It's messing with our agenda. Yeah, we better shut this down. It's messing with our program. That's what the world is saying. But don't let them shut your mouth as you praise him, as you magnify him. Don't ever stop praising him. Don't ever stop testifying. Don't ever stop being joyful for his goodness and the things that he has done on your behalf. I don't care what they say about you, but God has given you favor God has allowed you to be blessed wherever you step your foot like Abraham like Moses he's gonna bless your path hallelujah hallelujah tell somebody if you don't do it somebody will hallelujah 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 here comes Jesus riding towards Jerusalem it wasn't a war horse that he majestically was seated upon, which would be typical of royalty or even an adorned warrior. But he entered the city, as the prophetic stated earlier, upon a young, unruly, never ridden before donkey. Garments were his saddle. Hallelujah. A beast of burden was his vehicle. But the multitude recognized something unique about this procession. He didn't come as a threat or an earthly wealth. But this was prophecy fulfilled. The promise of peace was in full view. It was his triumphant entrance. Hallelujah. Some of you need to thank God. I said you need to thank God for showing up. Hallelujah. 
in jubilee they spread their clothes before his path and they laid down palm leaves in the way according to second kings 9 and 13 spreading clothes clothes on the road was a sign of greeting a ruler they recognized somebody made it to town their hope their peace Something new was about to happen. Their spirits were stirred. Matthew 21 and 9 tells us when he entered into Jerusalem and the multitudes that went before and that followed cried saying, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved. Kind of like morning star is this afternoon. Say, who is this and the multitude this is Jesus the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee my God we know we know who is in the house we know our God we know his name we know who we worship and when you know who your God is it causes you to do something about it you can't sit like a lump on a log but when you realize this is the creator of heaven and earth robed in human flesh this is the Messiah this is Shiloh this is the one of peace my God the Prince of Peace he deserves glory he deserves a party he deserves a celebration he deserves our best hallelujah some said blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord peace in heaven and glory in the highest I just feel something right now. Jesus, right now. Why don't you just pray? Hallelujah, Lord. Right now, Lord God. I feel you doing something even right now. Lord, you're prompting us. Hallelujah, Lord. I feel a divine presence. Lord. I feel something unique. I feel something different right now, Lord God. Lord, you move. Lord, dispatch angels. Lord, fill this house with your presence. Lord, minister to every need. Touch every burden. Soul that is here right now. In Jesus' name, lift them up right where you're at. Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's almost like I felt something behind me that was unusual. My God. Jesus. Jesus, have your way. Lord, we need you this hour. Lord, minister to your people. Lord, we expect, we expect signs, miracles, and wonders. Lord, we're praying for restoration, for renewal, for healing, for deliverance right now, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for divine interruptions. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah, somebody came, prayed up, somebody came with anticipation. God wants to bless somebody, move on somebody's behalf. Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Genesis 3 and 15 talks about her seed as it would bruise his head. 
You see the solution for the enmity between the serpent and her seed. And her seed had shown himself in victory. Hallelujah. Abraham's seed. David's lineage was no longer a future expectation. But what was spoken of even in the book of Genesis had come to this place of his entrance. But he was there. He was robed in the flesh. To those who knew and saw, rejoiced and praised God for his mighty works. They were moved. Saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. But in Luke 19 and 39, the scripture tells us, And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. All these wonderful things that have taken place. The fulfillment of this prophecy. Yet, the Pharisees told Jesus, why don't you handle his group? Rebuke them. Tell them to stop making a ruckus. Tell them to stop praising, to stop worshiping, to stop celebrating, to carry on with what they're going on with. You see the worldly religious folk, they'll never understand the fuss we make about the word of God and about the fulfilled and the coming prophecy. The reason we get excited about his soon return is because we've read it in the book and we know just as he came in the flesh as a lowly king, he's going to come back soon one day to take us home and we're waiting and we're ready and we're worshiping and we're exciting and we're praising and we're exalting. Exalting him. Why? Because there's more prophecy to be fulfilled. There's still more scripture to take place. And we're waiting. And we're excited. And we're making a fuss. And the Pharisees of the land have tried to stop us. Have tried to neuter us. Have tried to take the volume down. But we're only going to get louder. Our dances are only going to become more vile. Why? Because the Prince of Peace has shown up. And he has given us his Spirit, he has given us the ability to fight against devils and demons. He has given us authority. My God, if they only knew that the king of peace had lowly come to their rescue, riding upon an unconventional animal, they might just toss their garments of pride and have laid down branches of celebration. If they only knew... Today, if you only knew that God could change your life as you repent at this altar, as you're baptized in Jesus' name, as you're filled with the Holy Ghost, and you walk a life of holiness, if you only knew that all the scriptures of prophecy have pointed to this time in our lives, we have entered into the kingdom for such a time as this. Go ahead, Vashti. Go ahead and stay home while the Super Bowl is going on. Hallelujah, but we've come. When the ball game's going on, you can stay back in your man cave, my brother. But I've come with a made of mind that come hell or high water. When you come and assemble together, I'm going to be in the house of God. I'm going to be clapping my hands. I'm going to be marching around this place. I'm going to be shouting. I'm going to be excited for what God has done because he has saved me.
And I'm here to tell the enemy, if you won't do your job, somebody will. I said, if you don't praise him, somebody's going to praise him. If you don't occupy your seat, somebody will take it for you. It's not a time for us to backslide, to be prodigal, but it is a time for us to step up and do our job. Go ahead and give them praise right where you're at. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Luke 19 and 40 in closing says this. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace. <laughs> young people, if you ain't going to praise him, he's going to go find some young people that will. Married couples, you're too busy with your family if you ain't going to praise him. There's some family that's down and out that'll take your place. You have a bad attitude. You ain't going to show up. Guess what? There's somebody that's willing to take your place. Why? Because God said if you don't praise him. And it, it uses one word here. It uses this word. Immediately, immediately, if you don't do your job, immediately someone's going to get, step into position. My God, that should give us an urgency. Those who have heard the gospel, those that understand his will, it is our responsibility to praise him because that's what we've been called to do. I said that's what we've been called to do. Habakkuk 2 and 11 says, For the stone shall cry out of the wall, and the beam out of the timber shall answer it. Another passage says, The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. If you hold it, if you're waiting, you could be replaced. Somebody could do your job. Vashti was, I'm sure, beautiful. But she just didn't show up. You had one job, Vashti. You had one job to show up. That's half the battle. My God. I don't know, but I'm feel, I feel like I'm a place where you're full of faith. And ain't nobody going to take your job. Ain't nobody going to take your assignment. Ain't nobody going to take your anointing. Nobody's going to take your calling. Your position, your place, hallelujah. Go ahead and give them praise right now, hallelujah. It is your responsibility. I've made up my mind. I said I've made up my mind. I'm going to get excited about my God. I love the house of God, hallelujah. I love the people of God. I love God with everything that I've got. Hallelujah, Jesus. He's been so good. Hallelujah, I'm thankful. Young people get excited for what God is doing. Do your job and praise Him with everything that you've got. Go ahead, man, let's play. Let's shout. You brought me out of too much, God. You brought me out of too much. Hallelujah. 
to not give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, I lift you up. I magnify you with everything that I've got. Lord, go ahead. Give him praise. He deserves it. He's worthy. When I think about Jesus and all that he's done for me. Hallelujah. My soul cries out. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 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 Go ahead and give him praise right where you're at. That is your altar for this moment. Hallelujah. Some of you need a dance like you haven't danced in a minute. Some of you need a shout. Hallelujah. Some of you need a break free. The king of peace is in this place. I said the king of peace is in this place. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The king of peace is here. Just go ahead and praise him right where you're at. you want to come pray come on brothers we can pray we can shout at the same time you pick what you'd like to do this afternoon <laughs> 